Omega X is an EU-funded project that focuses on data sovereignty as the ability of a given actor, corporate or person, to act as self-determined for its own data. Therefore, the primary goal of the project's reference architecture relies on deriving appropriate requirements for a sound, secured and trusted data trading. Together with Javier Baligno, the coordinator of the project and my guest for this episode, we will discuss data as well as the concept and objectives of the project. Welcome to the EU Project Zone, a podcast series from Enlit and Friends, focusing on the energy transition and the EU Commission-funded projects that will help us achieve it. My name is Areti Daradimu, and I am the host of the EU Project Zone. Javier, welcome, and would you please describe in a few words the Omega X project? Thank you very much for inviting me to this podcast. And great. Uh, the objective of Omega X is about building an energy data space for data sharing. But uh, technology aside, the idea for us is to prove the benefits for everybody to share data. And uh, even if they are small data owners, such as prosumers in their homes, or even for large utilities, but proving what is beneficial for everybody to share this data. Which needs of the EU energy grid is it covering and how? Well, uh, the project itself is, is not addressing any particular concrete needs of the energy grid, but uh, it has the potential to, to solve many of the issues they are facing now. Because we know that uh, having access to large amounts of data can improve massively the way we operate, we manage, or, or, or we make it as efficient as possible the grid. So the idea would be precisely this. Provide this means for service providers and uh, management operators for the grid to have access to this data in order to do so. Who's involved in the project? The project is made up of a partnership of 30 partners, uh, which are including IT providers, such in our case as Atos, and we are the ones, let's say, developing these uh, ICT grounds for the data sharing itself. It includes as well uh, well-known energy players, such as large utilities, such as uh, EDF, Engie, or ELIA, or EDP, and also an ecosystem of uh, innovators, including SMEs and uh, research centers and technology centers, together with universities, providing also the most innovative part or access to the project. I assume that all these entities are also in a way target audience and uh, in addition also traders maybe, but who else would you say is your target audience? Yes, sure. Everybody involved in the project is interested in data sharing, so hopefully they will get the most out of the project. Uh, in general, generally speaking, there are two main uh, targets for, for, for the system we are trying to build. The first target would be data providers, uh, feeling that they are not valorizing enough uh, the data they have. They can be prosumers on, at the homes and they can monetize uh, their data, selling it to whoever is interested in this data, or they can be a, as large as utilities, as they might have some underused data sets they are not uh, using for anything right now, and they can uh, valorize it and provide and, and get in return some valuable knowledge out of this data. The second target for the project would be uh, data users in the form of service providers. We know that uh, 
uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, uh, technologies and algorithms can, uh, uh, can perform much better if they have access to larger data sets with more volume, with more velocity, with more quality at the end. So if they are allowed to enter this kind of ecosystem and select the best or the most appropriate data sets for their algorithms, they will improve a lot the way they are performing and they can provide very tailored solutions to uh, their customers. You just mentioned uh, artificial intelligence. Which other technologies best facilitate data exchange? Well, there are a lot of technologies uh, spinning around this concept of data spaces and, and, and data sharing. Uh, artificial intelligence is for sure one of these, but it is more at the service level, at the end part. So it is artificial intelligence might not be uh, a facilitator of data sharing, but it is the end or the end purpose of why are we sharing data. If we are speaking directly uh, into data sharing, I uh, feel that uh, those technologies that are guaranteeing sovereignty and also privacy and security are a must. In this sense, we are working with technologies such as blockchain for authentication, self-sovereign identities, and also enforcing smart contracts so that uh, automatically uh, whoever is sharing data can uh, provide a number of situations in which they are comfortable with sharing and making sure that these uh, data sets will just be shared in those circumstances. We talk a lot about data in general in Europe, uh, but it is still a relatively new thing for us. What are the main issues when one works with data? Would it be volume, speed, collaboration between actors? All the above? Well, maybe I'm a bit biased because me, my background is on, on technology, but uh, I think technology, technologically-wise, we are ready. So we have been operating with big data for several years. We do have the platforms gathering data. We know what to do, how to secure it, how to persist it. The problem is uh, doing this um, uh, educational, let's say, or, or, or this engagement-wise action so that everybody feels comfortable with sharing data. And that's also something which is uh, particular to the energy sector. So we feel comfortable with sharing our data with the, uh, our phone manufacturers or the service providers with Google, with uh, Amazon. We are fine, but we are not fine sharing our energy data. Why is that? So we need to make sure that everybody is comfortable with sharing. And how can we make sure this happens? If we provide them with a, an ecosystem in, in which they feel secure, they feel trusted, and they know that uh, this data will be used just uh, for the things they consent. I think you touched upon a very, very important uh, topic here. As you said, we do feel comfortable sharing our data, for example, with our web uh, uh, provider or with um, websites that uh, have cookies, but we have issues with energy companies. Uh, however, this is also, it, this is not only about education, it is also about companies collaborating, doing things together and being able to, to uh, provide a better perhaps image even in uh, in the public how do these collaborations uh, go along what um, how does your project let's say how does omega x guarantee uh, collaborations with other uh, data space initiatives for example 
that's uh, a very good question because at the end of the day, uh, what the European Commission is looking for is for a, a single data market. So that's the uh, regulation or that's the idea they have for the future. And therefore, we need to look into this very carefully. Luckily for us, uh, we have what we call sister projects that are working on the same topic that we are working on. And we are collaborating with each other to make sure that whatever we are doing is interoperable with whatever they are doing. And ultimately, in, in the following years, we will be testing how our data providers or service providers will be able to log in and register and do things on the other data spaces with this ultimate, ultimate goal of being everybody together on to federate on into something which is European-wide. So that's the idea. In order to do so, we need to rely on certain technologies. I would mention three of them. The first one uh, would be trying to use uh, standardized solutions, meaning that uh, there are associations and cluster of organizations that are working in data spaces and how to standardize the way we connect. So we need to align and we need to make sure that whatever we do is at the end of the day aligned and, and, and maybe influence. So we are investigating, let's influence them in order to follow what we discovered in these projects. The second thing is about uh, semantics, ontology, so uh, the language we are using for data sharing. Because even if we achieve this interoperability in terms of data, if we are exchanging information we are not understanding, uh, that's also a problem. So we need to speak a common language. And the third access I would mention is open source. Uh, we tend to, and especially in energy, to work in silos and try to be uh, provide black boxes and, and, and also provide some tailored solutions we, that are not replicable. And uh, the idea would be trying to move as much as possible to open source because we will have a community behind which is maintaining, which is replicating, which is reusing those modules. And this way we will enable others to uh, become members of our data spaces because if the technology is free to use, let's say, we will just need somebody to implement it on particular uh, platforms in order to have this ecosystem growing. Um, when we discuss data and the technologies that you mentioned, uh, I can't help but think also the ethical uh, part of it. Uh, which laws and regulations should be applicable in data uh, projects in order for these projects to also be ethical? And do we have them in Europe or we're lacking somewhere? Well, uh, maybe we don't have it completely, but I must say that uh, to my knowledge, Europe is the best position, let's say, a continent in terms of ethical uh, usage of data and artificial intelligence. And that's something we need to follow up. Uh, some things that are related to this ethical usage of data. We were touching upon this earlier. Uh, one uh, important thing is uh, that data spaces are built on the concept that we should keep sovereign uh, as a guarantee to data owners. So this data won't move uh, the data owner premises unless certain com conditions are met if there is a monetization, if there is an exchange, and everybody, each data owner can regulate who is, uh, who are they comfortable with sharing this data. And otherwise, the, the data will be kept at uh, the origin, which is uh, the prosumer or the, the utility or whatever. So that's one important thing. The next thing regarding ethics would be, what are we using data for? 
and that goes a bit beyond data spaces, but it is also included as we were discussing artificial intelligence earlier, for instance. So if we put uh, data on data spaces uh, at uh, the disposal of everybody who is able to federate, we need to make sure that what they are doing over this data is also ethical. And, and that goes a little bit beyond. And well, we do have in Europe some uh, regulations for privacy such, such as GDPR. And uh, we are working also on this ethics part. So I uh, can foresee something in this respect also being regulated uh, not long uh, uh, so far. Excellent. And with that uh, positive uh, note for the ethics of, uh, of the whole situation, I would like to thank you, Javier, for our conversation. You're welcome. Thank you very much. And thank you for joining us. You've been listening to the EU Project Zone podcast, brought to you by Enlit and Friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple and the Enlit Europe website. Just hit subscribe and you can access our other episodes too. I am Areti Daradimu, host of this podcast series, and I thank you for joining us. Music